Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 145 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is Thursday, December the 28th, 2023. And I am the Destiny Bad Boy, not Ryan Fox, here with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Jared? Hey, everyone. We got to see some strand being used in game from a character that uh, we assumed knew how to use strand. And then we also got Half-Baked Take coming back for this podcast. And the Chronicler himself, Chato Cerro. Definitely excited about that strand. When I saw it happen, I was like, ooh, this is getting fiery. I was hoping to see more, but uh was, was at least happy that it was there. And as a reminder, if you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch, thank you. Don't forget, you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Twitter at Destiny CC Pod, join the Discord server, send us bungee friend requests so we can play games together. Those are listed in the info, uh, all that for you. No twid, uh, bungee still has like 13 weeks off before they're required to give us another twid. So, uh, like Jared mentioned, we do have a little bit of half baked take, kind of a little extra. I've been working hard on it. But before we get into that, let's listen to the intro music, which is brought to you by everybody's favorite link who you can find on Twitter at Link of Time G. Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. Wow, Link. Awesome job. Thank you. Jared? All right, everyone. There can only be one. Uh, this week, we find out from Riven that the wish from Sabbath, we can only send one person through the portal into Chase After the Witness. Um, and with this, um, Mara felt like this was just another deception and Raven screwed us over again. And so she got pretty angry and then she had a hold me back moment where she's act like she's about to use her powers on Raven and her hold Cyrus me back. pulled out that strand and, uh, you know, bound up them wrists and, um, held her back. <clears throat> Even, you know, he still has some sun braces on his wrist that uh, is doing him no good whatsoever. And uh, finally, we have one more egg to go after this week. And um, Osiris has figured out that whenever we send one person across, we'll be able to contact them by through the ley lines and then know where they're at and then send other people through. One person paved the road, and then everybody can go back and forth. It, Interesting. It's almost like you, you set up the um, the. I forgot. Oh, I can't believe I forgot the name of it on Star Wars, but it's um, like it's light speed line lanes where like there's established, and that's where all the ships use the same light speed lanes and hyperdrives. Yeah, so there you go. Equivalent to that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yep. 
Um, got the last fusion rifle I needed for uh, this seasoned weapon crafting, and um, I think I got three of the was it ten weapons from the season craftable as of right now. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think I've unlocked a single one to craft yet. I keep getting like one of like it keeps spreading out like it's going like down the line going one 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 one, and it's like bro. Um, thankfully, uh, yesterday I went into the exotic mission with uh, with uh, Python and and Raider Fred, and the end chess. If you do the, it looked like if you do the uh, the the catalyst step or whatever it is, it gives you two chests at the end, and for all three of us. Both of those chests gave us a red border each. So it looks like you're guaranteed if you're doing if you're doing the quest to get two red borders at the end of it. And Python and I both got a red border in one of the secret chests. So we're like, oh cool. <laughs> wow. Think, wow. That's protect- yeah, protective run. It was three. Yeah, it was wild. Um and it was the it was the chest that gave us the uh the frame upgrade. So I, I'm like, is this one guaranteed to also give you um, a red border? I didn't check with Fred, but Python's like, oh, I got a red border. And I'm like, mm. okay, all right. I did too. So um, I'm thinking the, because uh, there's three more of those chests, I think, two or three more. So on the next one, if I get into the red border, it's guaranteed red border on that. And then next week is the next step for the other thing. So we'll see. But uh, if you do this exotic quest and you follow all the steps for the catalyst i think you're gonna pretty much finish the vex offensive weapons it's gonna be pretty oh, great okay i still haven't got that smg to drop yet not a single one i just barely I ch- got the the pulse rifle to drop during as a red border in the last chest last night so i was like oh finally the pulse i've been Kind of, I've been running a fair amount of coil. Like, that kind of fits, like, the amount of time that I have to play. There's usually enough time to go grab bounties and do the coil. Yeah. Been getting pretty lucky in there. Like, red border I like the quick ribbons layer runs where you just do, like, one wave. And every now and then, like, you get some people really just stop. Like, I think I just completed one in, like, three minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, you can get some, like, the first two in a coil you can do, if you have, like, a team that's that can DPS, which mm-hmm. this is not to step on my fire team finder thing coming up, but mm-hmm. that's, uh, I've, I've had some pretty decent luck in there at times, and uh, pretty nice uh, when whenever it gets to that. So that's probably the majority of stuff this week. I mean, Chad mentioned going into... The exotic mission. Do you remember the name of that mission? I only did it once, and I got the ball. Star-crossed. There you go. Star-crossed, yeah. What do you got? Um, working on the weapon Sorry, Mr. Probably going to try to get that done this weekend. Um, but Let's do it after the show. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. It's going to be like a 30-minute <laughs> podcast. <laughs> True. It depends. Right, um, you got your rambly bit at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> That as we already mentioned, there's no twid until January 18th. So three more weeks. Three thirteen. That's all the same. 
right. Uh, now it's time to know about how we all got started. So, about 146-ish weeks ago, got the crew together, and I was like, guys, let's, let's start a podcast about Destiny. The ones that I've been listening to back and forth to work, they're just uh, not... They're not really getting the job done anymore, and I'm, I'm not really enjoying them as much as I used to, and it doesn't seem like the people play the game like we play the game, so we should be the people that, you know, provide a little bit of entertainment to everybody, and uh, Jared, Chad, both say yes. I was like, if you guys show up, I'll handle the rest of it, so... Uh, I realized I kind of opened my mouth before I realized what I was agreeing to do and realized I had no idea how to start a podcast, how to record a podcast, how to host a podcast, how to make it show up anywhere. So did some Google searching, wound up finding Zencaster. So Zencaster makes it easy to record a podcast. You simply sign up, log in using your browser and start recording high quality right away. Studio quality sound. You can get up to 4K video with your guest. Uh, backups on backups on backups. So you always have these recordings. If uh, something goes wrong, don't have to worry a lot about it. You sound incredible. They have a post-production. Makes you sound like you know what you're doing, even if you don't. It takes away ums and ahs and those recording. Those awkward long pauses. Uh, we call them pregnant pauses whenever we first started. Because uh, now is anytime one would happen, and you know, I'd always <clears throat> listen to the show afterwards, and we'd have a pause, and I'd look down to make sure that you know it was it was still playing because it was just long enough, just awkwardly long enough. It also makes everybody's volume the same level, and you know, makes you sound like you know what you're doing because everybody knew, everybody's turned on a podcast that has terrible quality, and it's like, nope, not listening to this. So. Basically, it's all in one. It does everything for you. It makes you seem like you know what you're doing. And then by the time you know it, by the time you actually know what you're doing, you know, you're just kind of zooming through. Uh, record in one place, host in one place. Uh, but if you go to Zencaster.com slash pricing, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing, use our code DestinyCCPod you'll get 30% off your first month of your any Zencaster paid plan. That way you guys can have the same experience that we do for all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Make sure you tweet at us. If you sign up using our code, send us your podcast. We'll all listen to it. We'll retweet it. We'll listen, give you feedback and all of that. So there is also a link that will be in the Spotify, iTunes, YouTube video, etc. So once again, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing with the code DestinyCCPod. Chad, can you tell us what shows up whenever you do this? So as soon as you go to that link, it's going to actually end up sending you straight to a pricing, basically a little pricing matrix there. You can see all their plans. Uh, you can see what's offered in the plan and then the price right at the bottom. And as I'm looking through, uh, I'm looking through what's going on here. I just keep kept scrolling and at the bottom it lets you put in a code. So I put in our code destiny CC pod. And as soon as I hit apply, it immediately changed the pricing right there on the menu. So I didn't have to even do anything further besides that. I could see the pricing that I'm going to get with the discount code 
and I didn't have to put in any credit card information, didn't have to go through through the purchase process at all. It showed it right there, plain as day, made it really easy. All right, so once again, go to zencaster.com slash pricing, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing. Use our code Destiny CCPod. Save that 30%. Start making a podcast that's great. Let us know what it is so we can listen to it. All right, that takes us to our three likes and three dislikes of the week. <clears throat> My like was gonna is hanging out with not Ryan Fox at his house again, just like the old days, back before we even thought of play, starting a podcast together, just sitting around playing NBA 2K, uh, just feeling like those days after coming back from the Giovanni's Buffet. He probably made, I don't know, 10 plus pounds of wings. And I think it ended up being 14, 14 pounds go. of wings. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, hopefully, Chato's going to come in from the West Coast for one of these, and uh, we'll all have a great time. Had a great time. Uh, I have a couple likes. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give two of them. One was the coquito that uh, was gifted to me for um, from O'Rican in the in the chat. So it was uh, made with love. And Jared goes, "You'll like it." Chad will be proud of you for trying it. Was uh, so my understanding, and if I'm wrong, I apologize. Is that it's like a Puerto Rican eggnog, like coconut eggnog hybrid. I don't know. It had a lot of rum in it. It was tasty. Santa had it uh, whenever with the cookies uh, Christmas <laughs> Eve night. Yeah, and it was it was nice, very nice. My destiny like is uh, surprisingly the fire team finder. I've had some pretty good luck. Uh, for the most part, using it. That guardian oath that you have to take at the beginning is quite corny. I will say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> wasn't a giant fan of that. Uh, but if you get in there, I was like, you know, as much as, as it's so much easier for me to use the LFG on Discord, if we're being honest. But I was like, I do a Destiny podcast. I should probably try some of these things out to be able to provide feedback. And I would say overall, it is a positive. My like is that uh, I'm almost done with the donning. Um, I thought I wouldn't make it. I thought that last week because of this, all the stuff that was happening and me missing a double Vanguard XP, which is ruin donning. Um, I didn't, it's it's uh this week throws you into the ascendant challenge and it's the one that gives you infinite orbs. I ended up sitting in there for like 30 minutes and I got 1500 kills with the various elements to finish everything off. And then uh uh just you know went about my business, but I got almost everything done. I think I need to make just over 60 cookies and then I'm done. And then I get the 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 gilding done too. So uh probably just going to be sitting in the crucible playlist since that's got double XP. Um, and it gives you some of that. Is it not the spirit or the, what's the blue one? Oh, and I thought it was Donning spirit. Donning spirit. Yeah. Um, 
Because I, I think there's cheer. I don't remember. Anyway, the blue one. Because you get the blue one after like a game of Crucible, a game of, of Vanguard, mm. and uh, so I'm Essence. just gonna be sitting there. Yeah, Essence. Um, Thank you, Jerry. So I'm just gonna sit there and and I I already have to work on getting to the ornament. So I'm two thousand in on the second reset. So once I get there, I'll have the ornament for the glaive done or whatever it is, the sword. Um, it's you can blame Iron Banner. Iron Banner made me get that farther. Um, and then I'll be done with Crucible for the rest of the season. All 17 months left of it. Um, and then uh, my dislike, besides not getting any Coquito for myself, um, is that I'm also slowly running out of tamales. Um, I was only able to take just over 100 home. And uh, you know, I'm handing them out, handing them out <laughs> how to... Big, how big are tamales? Handing them out to coworkers. Are these um, hot tamales? Like the little red candies <laughs> that come in a box? No, they're 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 about the size of my phone. And you, how did you did you keister a hundred of these things to get them back home? Like, how does that happen? So, I had to Santa Claus a bunch of presents on the train up. So I had a big bag. I got you. And my mom's okay. like, oh, well, you got a big bag, so I'm going to fill up that big bag. And I'm like, I don't need that many. And and it was filled. I had a literal trash bag of tamales in wow. <laughs> in my bag. We froze them, and then I put them in the trash bag, insulated it, and then I'm like, geez, this is wild. But, uh, my you, said it was a five hour, you said it was a five-hour train ride? Yeah, yeah. How wet was the inside of that trash it bag? It was not that wet. It was actually really? not that bad. Yeah, no, it was not that bad. But uh yeah, no, it was it's so many tamales, but I'm running out. Um I think they'll be gone by tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> There's so many tamales. And that coquito. I'm I was so jealous as soon as I saw that picture and I'm proud of you, Ryan. I have a I have a little bit I have a little bit more left. I'm saving it for New Year's. But I, th- I can't bring it in around children because the children think mm. it went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my dislike. Sorry, I was waiting for Jared to go. I was like, well, this idiot talk, but really I'm the idiot. <clears throat> so uh, my dislike is not surprisingly the fire team finder. So it's, I have a love hate with fire team finder. Um, I don't know if I necessarily expected it to be different from LFG, but it still has some of the same issues of LFG. I'm going to be hundred percent honest. Whenever it comes to destiny right now, I'm getting like three hours a week. Right. And it's kind of usually split into two, two sessions. So in those sessions, I'm usually doing the story in one session and in the other, I'm trying to get a coil. And if I get a third session or a little extended session, I'm either looking at like a Warlord's Ruin or another coil. So in doing this, I always host as opposed to try to find because <laughs> one thing I found is as a Guardian rank five, you're usually the first to get kicked <laughs> whenever um, you join these LFG groups. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll host it. Um, and the way it works is there's once you find your activity, cause it's usually broken into like Gambit, Crucible, 
seasonal activities, raids, dungeons, blah, blah, blah. Once you find those, <coughs> excuse me, you select your activity and then um, you can choose like five tags that go with it, which are um, the tags are searchable. So like one tag might be like greetings, guardians. One tag might be like high score, hidden chest, um, all pathways for the coil experience request requested. I don't think it says required. I think it says experience requested. So what I found is even though I put experience requested because I'm trying to just kind of bang these out, not that coils are incredibly difficult, but you know, you don't want somebody banging out five of your revives because they keep running into spikes because they've never done it before. Right. So people don't always seem to pay attention to that. I've also, I tried to get a final checkpoint for Warlord's Ruin uh, because I, I need that exotic still. And I just haven't been on when you guys are on uh, for whatever reason. So I was <clears throat> trying to get the, the checkpoint and it's like, you can choose final boss, but, and then there's one that's like a checkpoint passing or something. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but I took it to mean like they have the checkpoint and they're trying to pass it on to you, but it actually means they have the checkpoint and they want you to finish it with them. I'm not, I'm not sure. So we need some more tags. I wish that if there was a way that said like experience requested, maybe that meant like they had to have five coil completions before they could join the experience, anything that had experience requested or something. It's not quite there, but it, it's close. It's pretty good overall. It's more positive than negative. It just needs a little work. And if people don't get in there and mess with it and try it and give feedback, it's never going to get better. So I figure in a nine-month season, this would be the time to kind of try it and try to give that feedback. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get in and try that. Um, even just like a, a simple dungeon, get in there and, and see how it goes. It's going to... A dungeon results in a lot of DPS phases. I'm just going to tell you how that goes. You get through it. Like, it's not like it's not like it's impossible. It's just, it's going to take one to two more DPS phases than you think it should. Just going to tell you straight up. Actually, Chad, was you with me the last time we went into Warlords Women where we one phase the final boss? Yeah, it was you, me, Shifty. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty cool to pull that. It off. was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, there needs to we need to we need to do a us three and then we fire team find three people to do a Crotus. Like mm. it's gonna suck. It's gonna be miserable, but it's oh, gonna be good dude, content. That At most it's gonna take two hours. Alright. Um <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna yeah. Sorry. There there was <laughs> that opening. There was our one F word. <laughs> there it was. Yep, yep. Yeah, you'll hear a lot more than just that one from what LFG in that opening encounter. Um, yeah, my dislike is just like not doing in-game content with anybody, really. Like, I could probably count on one hand how many Warlords Dungeons I've completed. I haven't mm -hmm. did a raid this season at all. I did that exotic mm -hmm. mission once. So, um Need to get in there and uh season pass is almost done. I think I'm at eighty five. So 
getting close to that being done. But I think I'm at 55, which is as little as I've played this season. I've been very efficient to be at 55. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I'm I'm at 90. Like I'm not even done with it yet either. All right. Uh, next up is Gambling Corner. Fox, how's this going right now? I'm going to be honest. We haven't played together. So Gambling Corner is exactly where I was last week. Um, we have two bets open right now. <clears throat> I assume neither of you got your exotic from Warlord Druin. Nope. No. Okay. So that's outstanding. We also have a next GM total deaths. That's outstanding. And I think we have a Crota outstanding as well. So with three outstanding, we're not gonna we're not gonna put a fourth on there. Um Jer- Chato is in the lead at 14k. Jared and I each have 8k. So I'm hoping that we can get at the very least a GM and a Crota in in like the next maybe this weekend's gonna be hard because it's it's like New Year's. And college football playoffs and stuff. But I think in the next, after we get through that, I think we'll kind of get pretty reg on everything. So it should be good. All right. That takes us to half baked takes. <clears throat> All right. Half baked takes is on me. So I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard. I have a little bit of like this cough thing going on right now. So. If I cough and I don't catch it with a mute button, I'm sorry if I cut out in the middle. Uh, I've put a, actually a fair amount of thought into this. The idea kind of hit me uh, a few days ago, and I, I pushed it in our like Discord group chat um, on the 22nd at 1.30. I, gave my, I wrote like three sentences in there, so I wouldn't uh, forget about forget about this. I've kind of typed some of it out. So half big take um, the the idea behind it honestly is from a Bill Simmons podcast when he gets Kevin Wilds on, and he had like half baked ideas, and he would be like, you know, these ideas they're <clears throat> they're they're half formed, they're not all the way formed, so like they're not a hundred percent ready, but it's something to start on. And I was like, man, we could do some like half baked takes here on Destiny every once in a while, and and go from here. So um, I don't know how I thought of this. I was just driving. It was raining. Maybe it was uh, the pattern of the raindrops that were falling. But um, I thought of a new activity. And I'm just going to lay it out there. I have a couple ways it could be implemented um, potentially. But this is uh, what I decided to call it was the gauntlet. Um, Obviously, this is a working title. but this is essentially a hybrid of all three ritual activities. Um, those being Gambit Crucible and Strikes or the Vanguard playlist, it's called now. Um, it does not take away any of the other ritual playlists. It is additive. And the basis behind this idea is that you don't really want to just run Strikes. You don't really just want to run Crucible or Gambit. And you're kind of you're indecisive on what to play. So you play this and this gives you a way to experience all three, but it's in a shortened experience of each activity. So it makes each one a little faster, a little more palatable, and it kind of keeps things moving in between. So you're not just sitting there doing the same thing over and over. So if you don't want to play the full slog of Gambit, but you still want Gambit rewards, 
you want to play a little bit of PvP, maybe to get that new SMG, but you don't feel like getting shit pumped in PvP playlists the whole time in Crucible. Or you like to play strikes, but you know, some of them we've been running for the last nine years. And maybe you just uh you need a little bit more experience to reach uh that new pinnacle weapon at like rank 16 with the blue man there. <clears throat> this is the playlist that you're gonna choose. So Instead of a fire team of four, everything is based around a fire team of three because obviously strikes have three and that's the lowest common denominator of like gambits four. So you don't want to be picking people up in between. So everything is based around threes. Whenever you play gambit, instead of playing to 100, you only play to 50 modes. At 50 modes, you summon your primeval. In each wave, it adds one champion. So whether it be barrier you know, it would give you this information uh, prior <laughs> prior to you starting. And this gives players that don't necessarily play high-end content a little bit of experience in dealing with champions, right? So uh, it, that's another way to bring those in to the, the, the normal player base. Um, at 25 moats, you unlock the portal for invading. You get, and you also get um, one invade for every three damage phases of the boss. So you know how like you go and you kill the uh, envoys or whatever they're called, and then you get a damage phase. And then after that, you go kill another set of envoys, damage phase, another set of envoys, damage phase, and then the invader portal opens again. Now, if you don't take your invade from 25 to 50, um, you know, that's just gone. You, you don't you can't stack invades to quickly invade you only get one invade per like three damage phases so um it keeps the invader part kind of limited they can still make a big difference in the game uh but you know it stops them from like stacking to coming in and uh winning it every time if your team doesn't have an invader Crucible, based around a fire team of three. Obviously, all game types are going to be 3v3 based. Um, I personally was thinking you do like a trials game mode type, um, round based, revives, but instead of playing first to five, it's best to seven. So that introduces people to the trials rules, playlist, etc. It takes kind of like myself, even though I've been flawless six times, no big deal. Um, it makes it seem less scary. Like if you, if you do this enough, you know, it's not like overwhelming. Take some of that anxiety out of it. Um, very short time on the rounds. The purpose for that is to promote a faster pace of play. Um, you can mess around with like TTKs. Um, maybe one, one week you do it with, uh, it's only guns, no abilities, Kind of like how that. What's the what's the new playlist that they do where they kind of mess around with that stuff, Jared? Um, labs. So, yeah, it's Crucible Labs. Yeah, kind you, kind of like a Labs or okay. the the other one that they do where the like hand cannons do more damage and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, why did I? But yeah, it's oh, what is that called? I, either way, anything they want to test out they can use this for, right? It's going to give them kind of data and feedback in order and like with those things. Um, it's going to be pretty fast. Let's be honest. The thing that like most people don't like to mess around in Crucible, but this is going to get in there kind of, you're not in there as long basically 
but it's still part of this. Um, then strikes. Uh, buyer teams of three. This is the easiest one. They already do this for the most part. Um, at the start of each strike, each team sees a list of modifiers. Uh, think modifiers that were in D1, like small arms, like those type of things. And then also think about the modifiers <laughs> that we've seen in Coil. And I think it was called Deep Dives in that season of the deep activity, like with Asha, that you could choose like one like between each room or encounter. Um, some modifiers make things more difficult. Some things make things easier. Attach multiplier rates to these. Um, as time decreases, score multipliers decreases. So there is like a risk reward between kills and speed. Think about like the badges and the medals that are already in the game, like in triumph form. Um, if you can get those, you know, those are going to give you, you know, some of them are like rapidly get seven kills with a power weapon, like in quick succession, like those type of things. Uh, those are going to be points based. Um, there's obviously going to be exploits, like everybody finishing everything because finishers are worth more. But, you know, they can adjust that, disable those things. Like as as it progresses, we know it's not going to be perfect out of the gate, but it would be kind of something to start with. So essentially, the at the start, before we start any activity, there's like this giant wheel that spins. And it's going to determine the order that you do either the strike, the crucible, or the gambit match. And after the order is set, you get to vote. There's going to be like three boxes that come up and it's going to be like, do you want to run like the devil's lair, the corrupted or Mars battleground? Right. So everybody votes on that, chooses, uh, then think like gambit maps or crucible maps. Like those are the things that you would vote on in between each round. Um, there's going to be three available. The first team to win two activities wins the match overall. If a team is up 2-0, the third's obviously not necessary, so you're not forced to play it. At the end of the final activity or when the winner is crowned, players get two to three weapon armor drops. They can choose between if they want weapons or if they want armor. Um, if it takes two, like, if it's 2-0, you only get two drops. If it's if it's like 2-1, you get the third drop, right? <clears throat> so um, you can choose the, the like, if they're Gambit drops, Crucible drops, or Strike drops. Um, if you use Fire Team Finder, you get an extra drop, like, to form your team. That way they get data on that and gets more people involved in those activities. There is not a vendor for Gauntlet but you gain XP in all three playlists. So I was thinking like 70 to 75% of like a full strike or a full crucible match is kind of what you would get per each one that you do. Or, but you get like 70% of a gambit match of like a gambit, 70% of crucible, 70% of strike if you play all three. And, um, Basically, you want this to be slightly more advantageous to run Gauntlet as opposed to just hopping in the strike playlist. Um, if you run Gauntlet, it doesn't reset your streak in any other ritual playlist. So if you have like a five streak and like running Nightfalls and you hop into this to play with some friends or something, it doesn't take that away. Add an ornament to the seasonal ritual weapon. So like, uh, 
I don't even know what it is. Is it a glaive this season or was that last season? It's a sword this season. It's a caster for Okay, sword. So, yeah, that sword. That caster. So, add, like, a different ornament that you can go with it. That's kind of like a hybrid of, like, the red, the green, and, like, the blue. Um, but in the directory screen, when you select it, like, at the bottom, it just tells you, like, how many matches that you played. And every five, you either get, like, a harmonizer, an ascendant shard, an enhancement core, a shader, a memento, like, keep those things, like, involved in there that are extra drops to keep people in there. So what I couldn't decide would be better is if this is something that comes, like, every three weeks or four weeks, like an Iron Banner. It's like an event thing, or should it be something that's around all the time? So I don't really know as far as that. That was the one thing I couldn't really figure. But, like, is this something you guys would be interested in at all, or... Like, yeah, would you touch I would it? be. I would. Uh, it's. I mean, it's purely rewards dependent, right? Just anything in Destiny. Yeah, I get the loot right. Yep. Um, selecting the loot makes me want to play it. Then, as long as they have that right. part. <clears throat> um, the only that thing might... I would introduce would be a locked loadout, and then they can they they're allowed to Ooh. ban certain items in this playlist. Yeah, let's so, do it. Like, that sounds cool. I'd yeah, be down so, with that. Like, Let's just say, like, Iznagi's Burden becomes a meta in this playlist, which it probably would be if I'm looking at it. Um, so you have to make a choice. Like, right, when you go to come play Crucible, you know, you love playing shotgun ha- shotgun hand cannon. But that's not the best in Gambit. Strikes, you can get away with that. Um, so it really comes down to trying to pick a loadout that's good in all three phases of the game. That that would I mean, be that would be cool. The short gambit seems fun and seems funny, um, but I think they w- for. I'm thinking of making this because the way you're making it is making it so that people can get in and get out faster, but still get similar rewards. So I think scorches need to be gone and birds need to come back for this specific thing. Because that means increased damage, and that means you're burning through stuff faster. Which, uh, which in turn will teach a lot more of the blueberries, the strikes, because there's so many. But with the battlegrounds and everything else in there, but if they're melting, they're melting the enemies and the bosses. They're going to have more time to focus on other stuff versus trying to survive. Um. But uh. The gambit seems funny, and then as long as I have, I'm getting rolls of gam like gambit guns or the the like the the vendor like the vanguard gambit crucible guns. Cool, like a higher chance of getting one with a roll that's semi decent since it has twelve perks in each in each slot. Right. Yeah. So so like my main thing is something that mixes it up, something that they don't have to create new stuff for really other than like a voting system right and you want your xp to be good and you want rewards to be plentiful but not over not like too much uh but i thought focusing being able to focus like what pool they came out of like if i want to if i want to because this allows you to play things like if you don't like gambit but there's like a hot weapon in gambit you can just play a little bit of Gambit and get more drops towards it. So that was kind of 
the main things I focused on, kind of like a armor, like a, a time investment, and like make the XP and the loot a little better than what it is. But being able to focus it, just it just it just seems fun. Just something a little different, really. Oh yeah, so, I think it probably would be best as an event, like maybe three times a season, or once a month. I also thought like it could be pretty fun competitive, mm-hmm. like some sort of ranked thing. Cause like you said, especially if you do like a locked loadout type of deal on it. So, you know, you'd kind of have one person that's set to be like, whose loadout is more invader based. Mm-hmm. And then like a, another who's set, you know, just to like slate and gambit, and then another who's like your PvP person. You want them to have like a PvP. So, um, you know, gambit gambit would be hard with only three people trying to coordinate like your DPS and and that stuff. It could be interesting. So, something different. Uh, if you have any ideas to make it better, make it worse, just tweet at us at Destiny CC Pod. Go from there. Uh, it takes us to the lore, Chad. What's going on this week? Well, today we are going into the seasonal weapons. Um, there's some lore there, and we're going to start off with a part one and part two next week. But uh, we're going to start, like always, top slot down and uh, make our way through this lore here. So we're going to start off with the Scalar Potential Auto Rifle. EB, Elsie Bray. Is that everything, Commander? Commanders of Allah. Well, no. There's one more thing I wanted to ask you about stasis. What it means for you to wield the darkness. I was wondering if you might ask me for that. For me, stasis is intimately tied to perception and to time. Time. Yes. Stasis has the power to slow molecular activity, a process that we normally associate with gravity, relativity, and all that. You're talking about time dilation. Exactly. We think of time as steady, but that's only because we experience it from a fixed perspective. When I freeze something with stasis, I'm changing its time frame relative to myself and the world around me. Stasis relies in part on one's perception of reality. Is that why Osiris always emphasizes self-control in using the darkness? That's his way of framing things. He views stasis as exerting authority over oneself and others. And you don't. In my view, the goal of stasis is not to control the object or even my own mind. It's to change my perspective. To see the object moving at the speed of my thoughts, not the speed of matter. And just seeing it differently is enough? Is that so hard to imagine? It's very similar to how you use void light, manipulating space-time and gravitational fields, in fact. I would argue that Void has more in common with Stasis than it does with Solar or Arc. Perhaps they're reverse sides of the same coin. And using Stasis doesn't worry you, even after everything you've seen. It did, for a long time. I feared that using Stasis would corrupt me, as I'd seen others corrupted. But after what seemed like a thousand years trapped in the interminable loop, it gradually dawned on me. The fear was the corruption. As long as fear gripped me, light or darkness made no matter. 
Once I accepted that, the darkness ceased to be frightening. It was another matter of perspective. Hmm. Thank you, Elsie. You've given me a lot to think about. For some reason, your explanation makes it more comfortable with the idea. Anytime, Commander. It's all a matter of perspective. And the Lethophobia bow. The wish dragons took to the air one final time, soaring nimbly between the pillars on wings of prismatic light. Sir Ida watched their pale, sinuous reflections sweep across the surface of geodes. It had been many years since Hugin and Munin first arrived in the city as a nameless pair, full of the fervor and cunning of their kind. For the greater portion of those years, Sir considered them friends. They dined delicately on her desire for news of worlds beyond the reef, spinning truth and lies with the cackling enthusiasm of dedicated storytellers. But now the hunt had been called, and there was only one path into the future. Sior stood waiting at the center of the chamber, her fingers loose around the grip of her bow, her head bowed. At last, the Amkara landed heavily to either side of her, scenting the air. Are you unhappy? Hugin asked, surprised. What story was there that never ended? Munin said. And can you not tell it again once it's over? said Hugin. We will be as true and solid as bone forever, Munin yawned wide, his curling tusks scraping against one another. Rhetoric, Sir muttered. She would miss them. All the same, their shining inquisitiveness, their impossible wisdom, the fleeting grace of weapons purposefully sheathed, all of it lost in one dismal moment of surrender. Unless... Hugin tilted his head. Munin parted his jaws to brandish a fanged smile. Sior straightened to full height. At her hip was the fractal knife she had been gifted from the queen's own armory. In her hands, her great bow. Come then, she said, plucking an arrow from its quiver. Give me a fight to remember. Supercluster Shotgun Osiris Strand weaves around Osiris's hands. It dims and dark and brightens, casting green light into the messy scatter of books and star charts spread across his desk and surrounding six feet of floor. Osiris! What? Osiris lowers his hands. St. Fortine is there, a solid wall of exo in the doorway. St. crosses his arms. You didn't answer my call. It is crucial that we learn how ley lines operate. I believe they share a connection with Strand, if only I can unlock it. His hand of Strand extends in loops around him, spiraling towards the ceiling, turning the purple of Saint's ribbons to gray. I am reminded of Nimbus's tales of the river. Strand connects our minds. But what parts of us also touch the ley lines? I liked Nimbus in your stories, Saint interjects, mild. We should visit them. In a mood like this, a mild interjection couldn't stop Osiris. Queen Mars Techugans can affect matter through ley lines. Their joined will pulls on threads woven through the ascendant plane, two connected systems, the warp and weft of our universe's fabric, one a spool of thread for this world and the other, perhaps for the ascendant plane. Osiris's strand grows brighter until Saint's massive hand engulfs his own, no master of darkness. Saint takes control with a gleaming void tether as the glow of Strand slowly fades. How long has it been since, I've, since you've seen the sun? Saint asks. 
I was experimenting with solar light just the other day. You know this. Not the same. Come. Stubbornness is unbecoming. Saint tugs gently at Osiris by their joined hands. Osiris stops in his tracks and snorts. If the question between us is that of hard-headedness, Ikora is going to give them a talking to if Saint's laughter gets through the soundproofing to her office again. So he persists. It is late, and I have not seen you since you set your robe on fire. The work will wait. Osiris lets himself be led out the door, the connection between them still glowing bright. Well, now we know why uh, Hoonan and, uh, and was it H- uh, Hugin and Moonan are where they are in the Dreaming City. That's the two skulls that you used to have to go to to get um, the tinctures, to buy the tinctures. Now you can just buy them from Petra. But uh, they're in that, they're, that's that big domed room or there's a big circular platform. And then right behind you, there's two doorways. One leads you to Hugin and one leads you to Moonen. So in that room, Sura Ido killed both of them and put their bones in those separate rooms. So that's, that's a cool backstory to that room. Cause I always wanted Super to know cool. why there's those two skulls just chilling, but now we know. And it sounds did, like, did one sell like to, tier threes? The ones that like tier threes or unstables yeah, or something. Sold, no, the the unstable ones, the highest level ones. Yeah, yeah. It looks like Zavala's finally getting a little bit of a darkness in him too. So that's neat. All right, that takes us to the mailbag. All right, um, you know, here's where people give us questions and we try to answer them. And usually some good fun happens here. And um, we'll go ahead and get here started with the first question. Uh, which seasonal weapon have you enjoyed the most? Um, I'm looking these over. I mean, are we counting Dragon's Breath as one of the seasonal weapons? Oh, no. I mean, if so, that's the clear winner. So Okay. Well, probably... that, I guess like the scatter signal, this is the fusion rifle. That's just like a, the last pattern I needed today, so I'm probably gonna craft one at some point here soon. Shotgun seems pretty good. I haven't even used any of them yet because <laughs> I haven't been able to craft anything. But uh, I mean, the fusion rifle seems neat. Seems neato burrito, dog. The so the some of the perk combinations seem like a lot of fun. Mm, that shotgun you can get reconstructions with surrounded. Ooh, that's a lot yep. of damage. And uh, the the hand cannon is it a one eighty? Yeah. The op yeah. is it optative or something like that? It was yeah, pretty good optative. on controller back in the day. Not probably not now on mouse and keyboard. Um, I mean, they're still not great on on controllers anymore. Other yeah, I was just thinking of the the trust days. Those were the days yeah, that and, uh, Luna, Luna's how. If you had trust with explosive payload, it was like the only way to try to combat Luna's how. Yeah, it, it was the only way to flinch off of you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the scout rifle isn't bad. The one, um, the old one that was reissued. What's the, what's the name of that? What's the name of those weapons, Chad? The one with the 
the Vexy weapons with like the flowers the all Vex over. Offensive them. ones. Yeah. Yeah. That Scott Rackle's decent. Yeah. I like that one pretty good. I got a decent like random drop of that one that I kept on me just to do like scout rifle bounties and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's a scout rifle. So, I mean, yeah. like it is what it is, but did a pretty good job. All right. Question two. If you go back and play one activity for the first time again, what would you choose? <clears throat> Ooh. For the first time. It's got to be that first raid, right? Like your first Vault of Glass or your first King's Vault. Whatever raid was your first raid. Mm. That's different, though, because it it is crazy, but doing the first one with a solid group, like your first group where you're like, these guys are bros. This This is a squad. Is very different feeling than just beating it and be like, okay, cool, and then just bouncing out That's without true. saying anything. Um, the uh, maybe like our first, our first like completion of like uh, like our first day one completion or contest mode completion or whatever. That that was fun. I think our first GM completion. For the three of well, us, what about like a, that was a what about like our, our yeah. first, our first like all the first time we got all six GMs completed, like yeah. a, of the season. The first time we got that conqueror, that mm-hmm. that's probably the click the conqueror yeah, title. That first one, I and I think something needs to be said the first time doing Shadow Throne as as like that mechanic three person. Dude, I yeah. think like I really hold that time pretty special the first time getting to doing that. I will say. So Christmas at my uh with my nephews, they're they've like started to play Destiny. Getting into it pretty good. <laughs> but they don't they don't have Lightfall. Like they and they don't have like the Witch Queen dungeon the dungeon key. So like mm-hmm. a little bit limited. So um they were they're trying to get Wish Ender, right? So they want it real bad and I was like, just pull it up and I'll run through the Shadow Throne pretty easy. Mm-hmm. They're playing on Xbox, so I was playing on a controller, mm-hmm. dude. I couldn't shoot anything; <laughs> like it was <laughs> embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Titan and a controller—that's like mm-hmm. the two worst things mm-hmm. that you could give me to try to go through. So it was a nightmare. Couldn't beat it. I was like, "Wait till <laughs> I get home and get on my computer. Just wait till I get home and get on my computer. I'll hop on. We'll beat this yeah. in thirty minutes." Give me a account but, uh, login. I'm creating you a Steam account, <laughs> linking your profiles, and then I can do <laughs> Like, not even that. Like, just join my fire team. You don't even have to be here. Like, I'll get you through it. But uh, yeah, that was that was rough. Like, uh, the control controller skills gone. Like, mm. they are like it's like watching my children trying to play a first person shooter on a controller. <laughs> like, like it, it's gone, and it's it it's way gone. Like I'm still okay, like on a controller on like third person action games, like mm. God of War, like those games that like or Spider Man, like those games that don't like are really aren't made for mouse and keyboard. But my God, first person shooters, trying to go back, it's 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 done, it's over. I, I feel like over. you could get it back, but it would take you a month plus. 
it would take long enough i wouldn't do it yeah <laughs> yeah fair, fair enough yeah. I tell you what, it's 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 as bad or worse as like the first time you try to play on mouse and keyboard and you can't even walk or jump or like you're looking down at the keyboard the whole time. It felt like that again, and I could I never would have thought. Now, like if I was playing Madden or Two K, like it wouldn't have been like that. But something that required so much movement, it was it was bad. It was real bad. Um. Speaking of controllers, my, my parents did buy me a controller for Christmas. I just looked at it. I was like, what is this? <laughs> what, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> I was like, what game would I even play with? <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess if I ever start playing like 2K or Madden again, like it'll be, it'll be used for that. Or like, <laughs> you know, even though some like older like arcade games that just like aren't made for mouse thanks for this thanks for this super <laughs> shitty gift <laughs> <Mom and Dad. laughs> that yeah. i'm never gonna use oh that's funny but it looks cool it's like it's tim, like tim and Rhonda now just <laughs> trying to do something really nice for their son he likes video games and he's yeah. like gross <laughs> what 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 color is it is it, it, it like it a looks, special it looks cool yeah it's like a red uh camouflage thing so it looks cool. Okay. You know, you support our troops. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Why the sad face, Nina? Um, <laughs> <laughs> in chat. Um, all right. Question three Did you buy anything on the Steam sale? Nope. I bought two, I bought two things so far. One was a gift for my wife, and one was a gift for Dark Haze. Mm. So I bought Dark Haze Lightfall because he didn't have it yet. And <laughs> I bought my wife that that meme game with the videos where you like do the captions or whatever that we played here at the house for the party. Oh yeah, yeah. I bought her that. It was like seven or eight bucks. And I bought it apparently three hours before the Steam sale started. So I paid like $8 for it and then it went on sale for three. So that was cool being like four hours ahead of the Steam sale. But uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I'll just look what's on sale here probably after the show. See if there's anything good. I've been eyeballing two things, but I'm just, I haven't decided if I want to spend the money on them or not yet. Mm -hmm. So... Question four, anybody know anything about projectors? My wife is wanting to buy one and I know nothing. I guess that is for you, Fox, right? Yeah, this is this is this is my question actually. <laughs> Just to see kind of trying to crowdsource this a little. Uh so my um, wife I'd stick is... to Epson or Optima. Um either one of those are good. Lamp life's good. They've definitely changed a little bit since I was on the market for them a long time ago. Um but yeah, those are two brands I would stick to and just find one that works. Epson, and what was the other one? I think it's Optima. Optima, Optima you said? Yeah. I just need something 1080 because we stream like YouTube TV and that, like I don't need 4K. So like 1080 is all I need. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I'll send you stuff. 
I'd appreciate I actually it found the, very much. a newer version of the one I have. How much are we talking on these? 500. Okay. That's about where yeah. I want to be. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to spend a grand. I still got that LG OLED that I think is going to get cycled back into my room here. So if I do that, I think I can go to four screens. So that might be, might be what happens. All right. All right. Uh, last question. Go Here ahead. we go. Here we go. Numbers one to a hundred. 28 33 on the uh on the twitch i am switching over to the numbers and it's on the third roll roll one roll two what were you guys 28 and 33 yeah i'm gonna go 69 Oh, 20. 20 is the number. Mm. Jared, have we had 20 yet? Um, I don't see it right now. Oh. All right. Um, 20 is a new one. Yep. <clears throat> At least we got a new number. So we are one, two, three, four, roughly 18 to 20 in on the numbers. Nobody has got it yet. So, unfortunate. One day we will. Mm-hmm. One day we will get it. So, that brings I us believe. to the end of the show. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us Bungie friend request. We definitely want to play games together. Uh, we got a long season. So, let's become good friends. Listen to us on Thursdays. Play with us all throughout the week. We'll let these other two guys sign off. It's the last weekend, the baked cookies. So make sure you get those done this weekend if you need to do those and get your avalanches uh, focused up and get a good one. Jump in that coil. Do that exotic bow mission. It's soloable for people that want to put in the time to do it and believe in themselves. It's a lot of fun. As always, go Cats. Love you guys.